welcome aboard Just Jets with your captain, Matt O'Leary. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to Just Jets episode number 93. What's going on? I am Matt O'Leary, going to be hanging out with you. We'll get into the New York Jets win over the Houston Texans. We'll talk about Zach Wilson. We'll talk about the defensive line playing really well. And of course, your voicemails. But before all of that, it's the holiday season. And you know, if you don't know what to get as a gift or a stocking stuffer, well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in below the men's or in men's below the waist grooming, and they have served more than four million men worldwide. Not a math podcast, but my math tells me that's almost eight million balls. Get twenty percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com with my promo code Jets twenty. That is J E T S. 20 for 20% off and free shipping. You could use they got the body wash now, they got the shampoo conditioner, they got the cologne. So even if you don't want to go, hey, Uncle Joe Blow, here is a gift that you can use to shave your nutsack. How about instead you go with a little nice cologne, a little respectable, or maybe some body wash? Always a good stocking stuffer. So check it out. That's gonna be the sponsor for today's show, as it always is here at Just Jets. We love Manscaped here. So let's get into today's episode. We're obviously going to start a little bit with a monologue. Uh, Before we get into it, I wanted to wish those who are celebrating a happy Hanukkah. We got the Christmas lights up in the background as it's now the holiday season. I love the holiday season. It's a a fun time. Uh, I had a great week on Sunday and Monday. Just great days. Sunday, the Jets win. Late into Sunday, into Monday, the Mets sign Max Scherzer. The Turnpike Troubadours get back together. Just a phenomenal day all around. Good stuff. Uh, So let's talk about the quarterback play. Because let's face it, it wasn't very good in the first half. Um, It just wasn't. And overall in the game, it wasn't good enough. Uh, I want to give you the final stat line for Zach Wilson. So as as I'm pulling that up right here. Um, He... Went 14 to 24, a buck 45, and a pick. He did have a rushing touchdown, so that kind of makes up for, I guess, the interception. Uh, as for the interception, we'll talk about the play in particular. Zach Wilson tries a little shovel pass. Uh, should, should he have just tried to run on third and long? Yes. Uh, was it a little bit concerning that he was still off on some of the underneath stuff? Yeah, a little bit, but is that something that I think could be fixed? Absolutely. I do. Um, is it something that I think we should be hitting the panic button over with uh, seven starts and six full games from start to finish? No. Um, that's a conversation that you could have, I don't know, start 30. Like if these, if this is still happening and start 30, then yeah, there is absolutely an issue. Um, my biggest takeaway, unfortunately it should be the defensive line, which I'll get to in a little bit. It's just the overreaction online and the beat just sucks. I hate the jets beat. I'm sorry. It, it you don't even have to like me. If you don't want to get your jets content for me, then I don't know why you'd be watching this, but uh, so maybe I'm, you know, barking up the wrong tree here, but there are so many better options to get jets content. 
from independent creators. And again, I'm not even just talking about me. There's just, I consume other Jets content because I don't want to have to read what the beat has to say. But still, stuff gets retweeted and shared onto my feed, and it's just, it's a bit much. Um, It really is. And unfortunately, the biggest takeaway was the overreaction to Zach Wilson's game. How you could be setting uh, a cap on what you think you could be at this level is a little nuts to me. Um, How you could have your mind completely changed on a prospect and someone who's like, yeah, I wanted the Jets to draft Zach Wilson, but now after I've seen him in six games in the NFL, I'm starting to doubt it. I don't understand that either. Uh, I did have an interesting stat sent to me from Shane in New Jersey, who did call in, by the way. We'll get to his call later, but I wanted to share this at the top. So this tweet is from Christopher Olson. Shane shared it with me. He says, Mac Jones and Zach Wilson both faced the Texans, Falcons, and Titans. Excuse me. Texans, Falcons, Titans, Panthers. Those four. Zach Wilson versus those teams. 892 yards, five touchdowns, four picks. Mac Jones, 887, five touchdowns, four picks. Now, obviously, they've each played some other teams as well. Um, in in the schedule, that's going to have you know a little bit to, to do with it here. Uh, and Mac Jones has been better so far, but not every single time the first-year quarterback that looks the best ends up being the best from the class. 2018, Baker Mayfield looked far and away the best quarterback from that draft class. Is he the best quarterback in that draft class? Absolutely not. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are definitely better quarterbacks. Uh, In 2016, no, I was going to say Carson Wentz. Well, okay, maybe not in 2016, but early on in their careers, Carson Wentz looked like the best quarterback from the 2016 class, and then Dak Prescott came on, and now Dak looks like the best quarterback from that class. Um. 2017, Pat Mahomes doesn't play. Deshaun Watson looks like the best quarterback. Then Pat Mahomes comes in uh, and looks like the best quarterback from that class. 2020 is really too early to say. 2015, neither of those quarterbacks were good. Um, I'm trying to think of other examples. I don't know. It just happens sometimes. Um, Still, the quarterback play wasn't good, but the fact that it's amplified to this extent is just... A little bit much for me. Uh, But I really wanted to talk about the defensive line because I was extremely, extremely, extremely happy with Quinn Williams and John Franklin Myers. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's very much so laugh out loud funny that there were legitimate people trying to compare John Franklin Myers to Muhammad Wilkerson because JFM, I know, had like two and a half bad games after getting paid. And then he goes out and absolutely dominates, which is something that, uh, Mo Wilkerson never did after getting paid. Um, he had, let's see, two sacks, two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits, an interception. He was all over the place. Quinn Williams had a sack, four tackles, a tackle for a loss, another quarterback hit. Those two in particular were really, really good. Um, and I was extremely happy to see that kind of play from the defensive line because they haven't been as dominant like what they were <clears throat> against a Tennessee game. That was, that was probably the last time that they played this good. And that's the reason why the Jets won this game, their defense, because the quarterback play wasn't really that great, right? Jets put up 21 points. Um, but they scored 18 unanswered, which is pretty sick. 
Jets kind of shut it down. They clamped it down after having a bad first half defensively. Can't take that as a positive. I know there's a missed field goal involved in there on the Houston side, but we, we can't. No, no positives could be taken out from this game because Zach didn't play well. Bryce Hall, after having the worst half of football in his career, comes up and makes a fourth down pass deflection to pretty much seal the game. I don't know, can't talk about it because Zach threw for 145 yards and had a, a bad interception. I don't know, narratives, man, they bother me. I don't know if this is just me, like, ranting. I'm old man, not that I'm necessarily an old man, but old man yells at Cloud, Simpsons meme, me shaking my fist, but it's just, it's bothersome. The Jets won. And everyone complains that, oh, my God, this team never wins. They're just going to lose. All they do is lose. And then they do win, and they can't even win right. It's like, when are you people going to be happy about anything? And I'm not, I really, in my hardest of hearts, do not believe that I am some blind optimist Jet fan. I also don't think I am some pure pessimist Jet fan either. And the reason why I say that is because whether it's the comment section on here, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, I've had people tell me that I am way too positive, way too into the Jets. And then I've had people tell me that I'm way too negative. So what does that say? That says that I am probably... As close to down the middle or as close to as rational, I guess I'll say, um, with as possible. And again, I, I've said this last week, and I fully admit this. I am wrong, right? When I am wrong about a take, I will say that I'm wrong. And I'm not always 100% right. I liked Sam Darnold coming out. I thought Sam was going to be good after the first two years in the league. He failed miserably in year three, and he is he failed in Carolina too. Right, like th These are th things, people are wrong about things all the time. But what I will say is that I just tr I try to keep it as level-headed as possible. And I just don't understand why the same people who are complaining that this team's a laughing stock, they have no culture, the coach stinks, they can't get any kind of joy about scoring 18 unanswered points on the road with a rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, rookie offensive coordinator, and coming back and winning a game. I don't care that it's against the Texans. It doesn't matter who the opponent is. What matters is building the momentum and building an infrastructure with your rookie OC, who, by the way, of the three, I thought he was the best. I thought he called a brilliant game, especially when you consider how badly Zach was struggling. And Zach did struggle, but I'm going to give him credit for a gutsy run for a touchdown. That's going to build confidence. And Robert Sala, I thought, was, was very gutsy. He didn't trust his kicker, and he went for it on fourth a couple of times and got it. Ballsy move. I like it. And by the way, I know I said this on one of the, either the post game or my video about Zach Wilson on Monday, but how different would the narrative be if Braxton Barrios takes that ball and houses it and Ryan Griffin makes a, makes a catch in the end zone, it's a completely different stat line, number one. And the narrative is completely changed. It's, oh, what this monster second half from Zach Wilson. Just like, come on, man. And there's still games. Like, I know that the Texans could have been a game where they took advantage of a, of a poor defense, right? But there's still some games on the Jets' slate Especially in, in 
you know, upcoming weeks here of games that they should at least be competitive in. The Jets are hosting the Eagles this week. The Giants just beat the Eagles at home. Jalen Hurts turned the ball over like it was going out of style last week. Do they win? I don't know if I'm going to sit here and pick the Jets to win. I'm still kind of holding out when I have the preview video come out on Thursday. I'll have a more definitive answer for you. But they have the, the Eagles, the Saints, who are just reeling right now, the Dolphins, the Jaguars, and then they close the season with the Bucks and the Bills, which those are going to be two tough games. Like, I'm not going to sit here and spin it. That Like, those are two tough games. But maybe they have things wrapped up and are resting starters. And if so, then okay, take advantage. But there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six more games that we get to see from Zach Wilson. Is it impossible for Zach Wilson to go out and look improved over the next six? Or is it because they're one game after coming back from an injury, we know for certain that he didn't learn anything or that he didn't improve. That's what I can't wrap my brain around. So that's my take um, from this past week. And I am very much so looking forward to Jets Eagles. I think it's a game the Jets will have a shot in. I think it'll be close. Jets have never beaten the Eagles before. Uh, so I'm rooting for that. So without further ado, let's get into some of these voicemails, shall we? All right, first up, we're going to go to Joe calling in. What do you got, Joe? Hey, man, this is Joe from Trumbull. I called him before. You can just discard that one. You just said. So I have two things I want to talk about. First, I want to talk about how a lot of these older fans need to realize that we, us as fans have to be supportive and be patient around this whole rebuild process, and everything's just coming into formats we can see. Wilson looked okay today. There were some bad plays, but a lot of bad drops. And you could see that he kind of turned that hero ball gene off. And he was just trying to get the ball to the guy's short field. He was trying to, you know, game man's a little bit in the run game. My second thing is, though, and this is more of a question, Matt, why do you think that so many teams reverse the soft zone nowadays in the NFL? Like, you'll see people with, or teams with leads, or they're, they're close in a game, and it's like third and five. And instead of just attacking, they play off and try to guard the line. Like, for example, they when Brevin Jordan scored that touchdown. I was watching with my dad, and I said, watch that soft zone. Why don't you just attack them because it was second or third, whatever, and goal, and there was no horse for them to get. And they could have just tried to help them, and if they beat you, they beat you. This Jets team has excelled in just blitzing everybody, sending the pack or even blitzing one linebacker and having another one play contained. I just don't understand. Like, maybe this is Kyle not trying to show all of his cards, or, like, I don't know what the situation is, but – you just don't – not only do you see it with the Jets, but you see it some of the better teams. Like, the Chiefs use soft zone a lot, too. So, that's it. That's my question. Why do you think everybody in the NFL is so obsessed with the soft zone? Thank you, Matt. Have a good one. Let's go, Jeff. Thank you. That's a really good question, by the way. And you do see it a lot. And it, I'm kind of with Joe here. It frustrates me, and maybe it's because I'm – a little bit older school in that sense. I like the corner who plays hard press coverage at the line of script, like Darrell Revis, right? When the Jets had Darrell Revis, you think they're running soft zones? No. The NFL is different now. And I think the point of the zone is to help mitigate weaker defensive back rooms which i mean let's be honest here the jets do have one i like bryce hall but outside of that is there a ton in that room right now not really um so i think it's to mitigate flaws right and i have no issue with the jets putting more of an emphasis on attacking the passer and getting after the passer 
Uh, but I do agree. I would I would be lying to you if I said I wasn't frustrated at times for their soft zones and not getting a little bit more aggressive. So it's an interesting point, and I wish I had a definitive answer for you, Joe, but that's a good observation, and it's something I've noticed myself. Uh, let's go to Max up next. He wants to talk about Zach Wilson. He seems a little worried, by the way. Hi, this is Max from home in New Jersey, and I want to talk about two points today. First of all, even though I didn't watch the game because that was at a market, I saw the highlights, and I was kind of um, – I think the Jets play kind of decent in today's game. And my another point is, are you are you going to be worried about Zach Wilson? Are, are you starting to become worried? Because I think I'm starting to become worried. I mean, I understand Zach Wilson's a rookie and that stuff, but every year I feel like in, like, games, I feel like Zach Wilson should improve game after game, not regress. Look at Mac Jones, for example. Well, yeah, Mac Jones didn't start off great, but he's been improving every week. I'm not saying Zach Wilson has to be Mac Jones. Their playing styles are very different, but I think Zach Wilson should be improving. Remember, like, in 2018, Sam Darnold came back from his injury. He played better than, like, in the first half of the season. I was a Jets fan in 2018. And I thought Sam Darrell coming back from that injury was good. He gave me hope for the future. I just, I want Zach Wilson to come back from the injury and be like Sam Darnold and improve, improve um, with his mental mistakes. But no, he's just not playing that good. If, I feel like Zach Wilson is just not progressing enough for me. He threw this like horrible pick behind the butt. He should have just rammed it. He threw like a butt interception. Horrible. Did Sandoval ever do that? No, he never did that. And even and Sandoval never had, had a bad interception. There was a lot of picks, but that but Sandoval would never make that type of throw. No, he would have ran with it. I don't know if it's just me, but Zach Wilson is just not that good. I hope the Jets can beat the Eagles. I'll be at that game, by the way. And I hope that the um, the Jets will be better next week, and Zach Wilson will also be better next week. Thank you, and go Jets. Okay. In Sam Darnold's first game back from injury in 2018, he went 16 to 24. Where what I have Wilson at? Can I bring that back up and do a side by side? He went 14 to 24, so he completed two more passes. He had 170 yards. Wilson had 145. They each had one interception. Sam had one passing touchdown, and Zach Wilson had one rushing touchdown. So Darnold had the better game by a marginal difference, right? Like he had about 20 more passing yards, 25 more passing yards and two more completions. Um, And he threw for a touchdown instead of rushing for one. That's fairly comparable. It was really the two games against Houston and against Green Bay, right? The 253, two touchdowns, and the 341, three touchdown game. Those two were awesome. I loved both of those games. I thought they were phenomenal. And I was big into Sam Darnold through 2019. Um, I can't be nervous about my quarterback in six starts. I just that that's not me, Max. You're not going to sell me on it. Sorry, Jake, New Jersey. He's got some Wilson takes too. Let's do it, man. Hey, Matt. It's um, Jake from New Jersey. This is my first time calling in. Welcome. I've been watching the show for over a year now. Thank you. And I absolutely enjoy it. 
Um, I just wanted to call in and just talk about Zach Wilson, honestly, because um, I watch the Texans game every minute of it, and I am a firm believer in Zach, but obviously he struggled uh, immensely during that game. He was missing guys high, low, left, and right. But, you know, I don't think that's anything to worry about. I think he can figure it out because I just think it's all, um, honestly, a mental issue for him. And um, I think that's something he can figure out. I think he almost looks like he's just trying too hard, you know, and that might be the New York pressure and the pressure of the other quarterbacks playing well. But I just don't appreciate how other fans are already writing this kid off and honestly putting even more pressure on him. So I'm just hoping that he balls out next week against the Eagles because I'm a big believer in him. And I just want to know your thoughts on the situation. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, um, okay, that's kind of just what I was saying there at the end with Max's call. I, I can't get to that point just yet. I can't. And I do think it's fixable mental issues. That's a great way to put it. It's small things. It's little things. You can learn to tuck it away and not do the shovel pass. You know what is a positive that I didn't mention yet? <clears throat> so the touchdown run initially was supposed to be a play where Zach Wilson handed the ball to the running back. But he saw something in the defense and said, I'm going to keep it. And guess what? He got into the end zone. It was a gutsy play. And it worked. I still think Zach Wilson has a ton of talent. And I'm not going to give up on him at six full games into his career. Right? Six? He has seven starts. He played a quarter and a half against the Patriots. Don't know. Jake, I'm with you. I don't understand it. Shane, New Jersey. What do we got, Shane? Mr. Matt O'Leary, how we doing today? Shane from Jersey giving you a call. Uh, real quick, I just want to touch on all these reactions after the Jets win. That, that's right, win. As you said, uh, <laughs> yes, sir. yesterday, I win to win, bitches. And uh, <laughs> the, the reaction I'm seeing on Twitter, Instagram comments, I, I had to smack myself when I woke up. I couldn't believe the amount of people that are outraged over a win because Zach didn't play so well. Uh, many things I want to touch on. First off, I called a while ago, and one thing I mentioned is that when I found out we were getting Zach, I watched a ton of film on him, and he got way better at season by season at BYU, and his first season was pretty bad, honestly. Uh, so, like I said in a few calls back a few weeks ago, I think this is hopefully the worst we'll see of him. So, I don't mind the little rookie mistakes, trying to do too much. That seems like his biggest problem. The short passes, that scares me a little. But, again, seven starts, I'm not really worried too much. Thank you, Shane. Two, he's without our Pro Bowl caliber left tackle, uh, our point. stud running back. And, point. Uh, you know, our wide receiver, technically one, I guess, is guy Corey Davis for right now. Um, that's two. Three, he's coming off almost a month. Injury, not a finger or a toe, it was a knee or MCL, PCL, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. Uh, something like that. So not not saying it's the worst thing ever, but it's also not the easiest injury to come back from. So, you know, a little rust, obviously, and he, he looked rusty. Oh, my God, right? That's crazy to think. And on top of that, everyone's freaking out because we, we won and he didn't look so good. Are, are you kidding me? If he's even pretty good and or what we're expecting, we're going to have ABT, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter and Zach going forward for the next probably 10, 12, like almost maybe 15 years, God forbid. Like, I, I'm, I'm losing my mind over here that people are, are worried, bugging out draft position. Are you kidding me? We won. He's going to get better. He played kind of crappy. Oh, well, first game back in a month. 
The young guys are looking good. Everyone needs to relax. We got to win. I don't see what the fucking problem is. Sorry for cursing. <laughs> I'll let anyway, it slide. That's about it. I had to. I had to speak my mind. Love the show, man. Keep it up. On to next week. Love you, man. Go Jets. Love you, buddy. Thank you for calling in. Listen, I went and said a win is a win, bitches, at the front of the video. Um, heat of the moment stuff, dude. I get it. I, I'm with Shane here. But it's pretty much everything he just said right there. You can't be excited about a win. Down 18. On the road. This team stinks on the road. They can't beat anybody. But they come back with 18 unanswered. Sorry, not down 18. But 18 unanswered. No, can't be excited about it. Rookie didn't play well enough. Oh, frustrating. Thank you. Thank you, Shane. Voice of reason. Will in Dallas. What do we got, my man? Hey, Matt. Will calling from Dallas again. Um, I just I, I kind of have a loaded question here. Um, obviously, kind of a sloppy win, but a win's a win. Uh, when, uh, so we kind of saw an uptick in, uh, in sacks yesterday. Do you think that has anything to do with Zach Wilson coming back? Did you think he held on to the ball too long? Was that the offensive line? Maybe just some some blitzes that we couldn't counter out of certain packages. Um, what do you think that was about? Um, and then with Makai Becton coming back, um, obviously he's going to get his left tackle spot back. Do you see Morgan Moses staying on the right? Do you think George Fant moves back over to the right? Um, what do you think happens there? And do you see any more offensive line struggles coming from that? Um, just because this offensive line has had a lot of time to gel and, and play together, do you see any issues with Makai coming back? Um, love the show, and as always, go Jets. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for the return of Makai Becton, even if it's only for a couple games, doesn't matter. Uh, people are so quick to forget just how good he was last year. And yeah, you got to give credit to Fant. Um, man. I'm probably riding with Morgan Moses on the right side. I probably am. Um, Fant's probably... I, I think I like Fant as a swing tackle. Uh, he's done a nice job filling in, but let's be honest here. Kai Becton's the better player. He proved it last year. I know people like to hop on the, the weight thing. And that's going to be uh, a storyline that's just going to go on forever and ever, amen. But um, I- I'm looking, I'm very much so looking forward to the to his return. Uh, he's a big p- part of this team going forward. Um, so I can't wait to see Makai back, and I would keep Morgan Moses there. I think. Um, was there anything else in here? Oh, offensive line play. Uh, I think Zach held onto the ball a little bit too long at times, which has been you know one of his things. So. Um, I don't think the line played poorly. I, I don't really have issue with the offensive line. I don't think they've been a problem since like, I don't know, week three, maybe they've been pretty good since then. So, uh, still looking to upgrade center and right guard probably, but coming around. Thank you, Will. We're going to go Jeremy now in Cali. What do we got? My friend. Hey Matt, it's uh Jeremy bringing the chaos. Let's hey, go. I, uh, Wanted to talk about Zach Wilson with you and just see, uh, hear about your thoughts. Um, we talked a little bit about about it at halftime. Um, the fact that Zach Wilson got off to such a rough start, um, and we were freaking out, myself included, I'll admit it. I was starting to panic about him. 
um, then realizing he hadn't played in a few weeks. Is the fact that he got better, like the fact that he had that drive at the end of the half, that he came out in the third half and played in the third quarter and played really well. In the fourth quarter, they ran the ball a lot, which was understandable and the right decision. Do you think that that's a sign that it's that's actually evidence that we shouldn't panic and that it's okay? Hmm. Um, I feel like quarterbacks who are bust or quarterbacks who are not going to make it in the NFL tend to get worse during a game. Um and are, are not able to recover from bad starts. And I think that it might actually be a really good sign that he was clearly a little bit cold. As he got into a rhythm, he got better. The interception was a bad decision. It's very fixable, very coachable. Hey, man, you can't try that, that flip kind of pass unless the person's looking at you and you make that eye contact, you know, because they don't know that you're going to do that. Um, so I think that's a fixable thing. That's not like him misreading a defense. Um, I just wanted to know your thoughts about that. Like, are you going to take it as a positive that he improved during the game? Because some people are still saying and freaking out about him and he's not the right guy and they're looking at the final numbers instead of looking at the the whole game itself. Just wanted to know what you think about that. Thanks. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, Jeremy. And yes, he does have to look better than what he did um, this past game over the next six, right? Like he can't have six more performances like he just did. And I don't believe that he will, but you absolutely can look at it that way. That's how I'm choosing to look at it. And I don't think we know if like he's a bust or not. Right. Like saying, I I don't know if I'm going to go out and say he's not a bust because he went out and like played okay in the second half. Um, But what I can confidently say is that performance in the second half is good for this young team. Not like not just his performance, but just getting that win after being down fourteen three is good for this team. Youngest roster in the NFL, twenty two year old quarterback, a first time play call on a rookie head coach. It's okay to, to to celebrate the the little victories. They won two freaking games last year. You're allowed to be excited about it. So, Jeremy, I, I think that is completely reasonable to come away from that game with that take. Completely reasonable. Robert, Tennessee. What do we got, my boy, my guy? Hey, Matt, this is Robert from Morristown, <clears throat> Tennessee again. What's up, dude? Um, yeah, the, this season has been pretty rocky, uh, but uh, we're doing okay, I guess. Uh, now, as far as Mac Jones, he's in a better circumstances than anything that Zach Wilson could ever be in. He's got a better head coach, better players. Uh, Zach Wilson has all rookie head coaches, all rookie players. They need to give the kid a break. We won three games. We had to wait all last year to the last two games when we won the number one pick, and we got our two wins. Hmm. So uh, give this kid a little bit of a break. Uh, he's not the best in the world, but he's got room for improvement. And go Jets and good win against Texans. Catch you later. Bye. Yeah, I love that. I, I Again, it's a similar takeaway from Jeremy's. And I think, I hate to word it this way, but I think it's true. The most rational takeaway here is that, yeah, Zach didn't play well, but it's not the end of the world and they won a game. Let's be happy. Like I don't know. Maybe that should have been the show. I should have had like a 10-second show this week. And it should have been just that. Jets win. Zach Wilson wasn't good, but it's okay because they won on the road with a young team. Let's cut him some slack. Roll credits. 
<laughs> right? Like it's that simple. But that's my thing. That's my takeaway this week. It really is. Back to back calls on the same page. Caden, New York. He's got some reaction too. Let's do it, dude. Hey Matt, this is Caden calling from upstate New York. I'm calling on the day after the Jets beat the Texans, and I had a couple thoughts on the game and Zach Wilson. So, a couple thoughts. First of all, first of all, the defense showed a lot of heart, played a lot they better, did. a lot better than the past few weeks. Um, I loved what I saw to John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, both tied with the first the lead in sacks on the Jets with six. That's great to see Quincy Williams and C.J. Mosley are flying around. And even though Bryce Hall did get beat on that one touchdown, he came back and he um, he sealed the game for us with that beautiful pass deflection. So he really, did. it's looking better for the defense. Hopefully they can keep it up against Philadelphia. And then I had a couple of thoughts on Zach Wilson. So I wasn't able to watch the game. Where I live in upstate New York, they don't broadcast the game. Um, Sorry so I can that. only watch um, selective games. But from what I was um, seeing from the reporters, seeing all their reports and um, the highlights, Zach sounded like he he struggled, especially in the first half. I mean, I think in the first few his first few plays or passes, he went like one for six for 11 yards and that interception. And oh boy, that interception was just awful. That, I mean, it was just like a brain dead interception. Like, what was he really even thinking there? And he was just rusty, missing his guys, and yes, his receivers do him no favors by dropping passes Ryan and the line struggle in pass pro, but still in general, Zach looked, he just looked lost out there kind of again. And if he's been sitting for four weeks and he hasn't really learned much, that's concerning. And by me saying this, I'm not saying that I have, I haven't given up on Zach. I have all the confidence in the world in Zach. I'm really excited. I think he can be the franchise, but seeing what happened yesterday did kind of concern me. And, he did come back and have a better second half, but like nothing crazy really. He had a rushing touchdown, strung um, strung together some nice drives, but like still wasn't incredible. And Zach has always been a second half quarterback in like the look at the Carolina Tennessee game. So I mean, it kind of worries me that if he, he can't get into the rhythm in the first half and then like keep us in it throughout the whole game and win us the game. So I wanted your thoughts on that. And like I said, by no means am I giving up on Zach, but it does concern me. Just how he the game went yesterday, and I know understand he might not be 100% back yet, but I don't think that's the full reason. So I want you want to know your thoughts on what happened yesterday. So thanks, thanks for letting me call in and go Jets. Yes, sir. Always welcome. Um, I think he was pressing a little bit, um, and that went away slightly in the second half, not nearly enough. Um, and what I mean by pressing is just overthinking. So on that third and long, he tried a backhanded flip where he hit uh, Ty Johnson. Uh, he should have just tucked it down and run for a couple yards and slid. My hope is that by start 30, that's not happening. I instead, you are seeing him run and slide. It's a learning process. It's a learning curve. This year was never about wins and losses. It was about the development of the young team. We'll see if that carries over into next week. He was inaccurate on some of the shorter stuff still. Um, I don't know. We just have to let it play out. Yeah, it wasn't that good this week. I'm not concerned yet. If we are 
25, 30 starts in, he still looks like this, then yeah. I'd be very upset. But not now. I can't, I'm not at that point yet, Caden. Just not. I don't know what it would take for me to get to that point. And I, th- I hear the Josh Rosen. Well, the Cardinals gave up on Josh Rosen after one year. Yeah, they, they also had the number one pick with a really good quarterback coming out. The Jets aren't going to have the number one pick. There isn't a surefire number one quarterback coming out. We give up on Zach Wilson for Matt Corral. The kid from Liberty. Imagine that. Oh my God. From B- the, the people who are like, oh, you can't draft him from BYU. I want to instead draft the kid from Liberty. Uh, and around and around and around we go. Yeah, let's give on go up on Zach Wilson for Malik Willis. I'm not saying that's what Caden's saying, but it's just that it's not. I know it's not, but uh, they, the convo's just getting to me. Dom, Long Island. What do you got, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Matt? It's Dom from Long Island. Uh, probably going to be a little bit of a quieter call today just because I'm actually in the hospital with my girlfriend who is about to give birth to our daughter. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Pause. Dom, did you just call in from the hospital while your wife, or sorry, girlfriend is in labor? That is dedication, Dom. I love you guys. You guys are the absolute best listeners of a podcast that I could ever ask for. That is dedication. Dom, you're a legend. Incredible. We're going to get to the rest of the call. <laughs> Just unbelievable. First child. Pretty big deal. <laughs> Congrats. Well, you're waiting, so I figured I'd give my reaction to the game on Sunday. Uh, if I could be louder, this would probably be a stronger reaction, but I see a lot of people complaining about Zach Wilson and boneheaded mistakes, rookie mistakes that he made, which he did. No denying that. But, like, the whole season people have been saying, He's got to manage the game. He doesn't have to do anything spectacular. He's going to make rookie mistakes, but he has to not lose us the game. Well, I mean, that's what he did. That's exactly what he did. Showed some balls on a rushing touchdown. Yep. Not sure if you heard Salva's interview on Monday, but he actually said that Wilson ad-libbed <clears throat> that play. The play mm-hmm. was actually supposed to go to the running back, but that's a big deal to pull it because he saw this box was stacked. I think that was a heads-up move, ballsy move. And honestly... You can't expect him to have throws like he did in Tennessee every single game. When he does, you have to appreciate it. But when he doesn't and we still win, what are you bitching about? And one more thing that I have to get off my chest just because it's been irking me. Please do. All these fans that are complaining about Salah, they don't like his style, they don't like that he doesn't embarrass players, they don't like that he doesn't get in players' faces. Let me remind you that we are only a year removed from having a coach that referred to his players by jersey numbers in interviews. <laughs> let's not let's not forget that. The man literally did not even call these players by their names. So please, everyone, stop. Appreciate what we got. And enjoy the ride. Let's go Jets. Thank you, Dom, for that amazing call. Congratulations on becoming a father. Love it. I can't wait for that one day. 
all the best to you and your girlfriend. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful, happy, beautiful baby daughter. So congratulations on that. That's most important. And I agree with you on every everything you just said. Appreciate the little stuff. It's a roller coaster ride with a rookie quarterback. With this team, it's a roller coaster ride. And yeah, Robert Salah doesn't get in a, like guy's face. How many coaches do in today's NFL? And going from Salah to or from I guess Gase to Salah, polar opposites, polar freaking opposites. And I will take it. Has he been perfect? Absolutely not. He's had mistakes. But I'll tell you what, give him some time and let's see if this guy can coach because he is a hell of a lot of a better person than Adam Gase is. That much I am confident in saying. Travis is up next. He's calling in from Ohio. Trav, what do we got? Hey, Matt. What up, dude? Travis from Ohio. A win is a win, bitches. <laughs> oh, let's love go. It. Love it. Totally gangster. The most gangster thing that you did since the quarterback video. Loved it. Oh, totally Thank awesome. you. Anyway, uh, we knew it, it was going to look like this. And look at the other quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks around the league. Everybody at Mac Jones is struggling, but he has Bill Belichick and that roster that they spent all that money on and they had all the COVID guys come back from last year and they weren't horrible last year. They won seven games. So, and freaking Bill Belichick won 11 games with Matt Castle and made that guy a millionaire. That's the greatest thing he's ever done. I mean, forget about the Super Bowls and, and championships and, Records. I mean, he made Matt Castle a millionaire and won 11 games with him. So, of course, he's going to do that with Matt Jones. He's doing more he's told. So, anyway, that said, of course, I want better out of Zach. But everybody else needs to calm down on Mrs. Wilson's baby boy. Yes. I mean, give him a chance. I mean, there there's still Sam apologists out there, and he's freaking benched and injured again. I mean, availability is the best ability, and right now he's just earning us traffic. And that said, I tape all my F Jamal Adams quotes from all the former calls because he is. They, they're they the second worst team in the NFC before tonight. This is Monday night. So he is just earning a draft pick in capital. So they might have a higher draft pick than us when it's all said and done. Anyway, love you, buddy. Great one. We'll take it. I don't care if it's going to choose. Like I said, it, it's not like the gay years where we were just rooting against Gase. Yes, sir. And right. the team to lose is so Gase would get gone and hopefully get Trevor Lawrence. But that ended up going really well for the Jags. So, anyway, love you. Bye. Good job. 
Appreciate you as always, Travis. Great call. Can I add on to it? You brought up uh, a, a very, very wise point in bringing up Matt Castle, right? But it goes more. Jimmy Garoppolo looked good with New England. Jacoby Brissett looked good with New England. Cam and Brian Hoyer, maybe not so much, but yeah. Like, is anyone surprised that Mac Jones has come in and, and looked like pretty good? Now, I wasn't in the draft process. I was not a Mac Jones guy. I did not want the Jets to take Mac Jones. He was my quarterback five, right? I had Lawrence Wilson Field. Wilson Field's close. Uh, Lance Mac. I had Mac as a late first rounder. And he went, what, 15th to the Patriots? Which is fine. I don't think that was an overdraft on their part or anything like that. But he's been what I what I thought he would be at, at this point. My point's always been, I don't think there's a much higher ceiling on Mac Jones than what he is currently doing. With the other four, I do. And I am willing to, I don't take the risk in one of those others than a guy who looks pretty good. See, from pretty good to good with the best coach of all time and with a much better roster and infrastructure than any other of these rookie quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, Jet fans love to call in and complain about Zach Wilson, but Trevor Lawrence isn't playing well, Justin Fields isn't playing well, uh, and Trey Lance hasn't gotten on the field really. So what are we doing here? Travis, appreciate you as always. Let's go to Vinny in Peekskill. Vin, what do we have this week? Hey, man, it's Vinny from Peekskill. Just calling late after Monday Night Football, enjoying the schadenfreude of the Seahawks fans. For the uninformed among us, schadenfreude is German for pleasure in one's misery. But that's oh. not what I came here to talk about. I came here to talk about uh, the Jets-Texans game. Look, Zach did not play a great game. But given the circumstances, I don't think we should be surprised with how he played. He's coming off an injury. He has played a game in a month. You know, he's just seen two, no, like three different quarterbacks run this offense with no issue. He's got a lot of pressure on him. And he's still a rookie. Let's give this kid time to grow. Let's not jump on the, oh, he sucks. And for the idiots out there complaining about draft positioning, you got Seattle and Carolina fumbling around in the pits of mediocrity. Valid. To look at if you're looking for draft picks. Very valid, Can we then. just enjoy a win and appreciate the job the defense put up because, you know, they're going to have a much more challenging task with the Eagles rushing attack next week. But I like our chances. Anyway, that's all. <laughs> um, go Jets. Actually, one thing. Sure. I'm going to ask you, what was your favorite song in that playlist I sent you? Oh. Uh, okay. So, Yes, for those who don't know, Vinny is a big Rolling Stones fan. He sent me a playlist. He knows that I love country music. 
Um, so he sent me some songs that are, are kind of country sounding. Um, I like Dead Flowers. I, I told him I knew that song. I like that song. Wild Horse. I'm going to go Wild Horses. That's a really, really good song. Yeah, I think I think that's my answer. Vin, is does that get your stamp of approval? Is that a good answer? And how about you? What's your favorite, Vin? Uh, let's close out. We're going to do one more. And we are going to go with, where is he? James in New Jersey. Where is he at? Here we go. Sorry. There's James. James, what do you got? Close us out. Good. Matt, what's going on, man? This is James from New Jersey. How's everything going, man? First of all, I hope you're feeling better, of course. We had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank and I'm you. sure it was better to have it be after a nice win against the Houston Texans. I mean, I mean, Bobby won. I'm happy he won. I'm glad Zach's back. I was a little bit paranoid when he got nicked up from that uh, from from the rush in that third or fourth quarter game, but it looked like he's doing good. Um, everyone's being skeptical about Zach Wilson right now, especially after his performance after five, four to five weeks off in the game. I mean, hey, he's a rookie. I mean, he's not going to perform probably the greatest. You know, he might be like you know a second year elite. Maybe a third year lead team. It might be a while from the transition, but I think he's going to be fine. Um, I think we're going to be good after seeing and listening to how Washington beat Seattle and now realizing how Seattle has the record just as much as the Jets. I just want to laugh and say, ha, 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 ha. Seattle took a few friends. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it sucks for me. It sucks to say this because I do like Seattle as a team because I like Russell Wilson. I like Russell. I've too. watched Russell Wilson since he played for North Carolina State, which a lot of people forget that was the first college he played for before playing quarterback in Wisconsin. And it's sad that Seattle was wasting his talent because they wanted to pay a box safety 70 mil a year because he thinks he's the best and he can't can barely catch interceptions. Anyway, I'm just happy that, you know, the future's looking bright for the Jets. We're going to make good these draft picks. Joe Douglas still needs another chance to draft because he drafted for two different uh, coaching schemes. Everyone forgets that in 2020, he drafted for Adam Gase, which I'm sure he did well for Adam Gase, but Adam Gase was the answer. This second draft is obviously for Rob Sala, and he's going to have another year to draft for Rob Sala, so I highly doubt that this staff is not going away because I trust the staff. It's just we have young talent, or we just have young staff, and he's got to get going. But anyway, I'm not going to rant. Hope you're doing well, man. Hope that you get this on the show. And as always, go Jets. Thank you very much. Love the call as always, James. Appreciate you checking in. Hope you had a nice Thanksgiving as well. Yes, I am much, much, much happier, feeling better. Um, and I was very happy to take in that loss from Seattle. I thought they were going to win that game. I really thought the Seahawks were going to win. Uh, and I picked them to win that game, but I was very happy, especially when Jamal Adams, well, he sure he had an interception fall on his lap. Good. But some of the effort from Jamal is just out there. Just is. Sorry. Not good enough. Thank you, Joe Douglas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Number 93 of the Just Jets podcast. We are back every single Wednesday throughout the season, chopping it up, breaking it down. That's going to do it for me. I'm Matt O'Leary. I'll catch you next time.